Hi, welcome to the 49th episode of Thrifty Cast, sort of our Alaska, <laughs> the 49th state. Which we know because we just looked that up for yeah. a weird reason. Yes, but um, our 49th episode, this is going to be all about giving furniture a second life. Yeah, and hey, who are you? Who am I? What do you mean? You didn't say your name. Oh yeah, I'm Eric. I'm Kathleen. <laughs> what do you mean, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to introduce yourself. Okay. It kind of freaked me out a little. I Sorry. <laughs> okay. It wasn't an existential question. It was just... It, but that's where I went. So. Okay. Well, that was on all on you. Okay. Well, um, again, well, welcome to episode 49. I'm Eric. You are... Kathleen. And how have you been doing? I've been doing really well. It is really cold. Yeah. It turned really cold the last few days. And um, one of my favorite things besides thrifting is to go to the beach uh-huh. and to beachcomb. And I can't do that. It's just gotten way too cold. So I'm a little bummed about that because I really do enjoy the time outside. But I don't want to freeze. Well, the, the temperature would be bad. But I would think that the little bit of snow we have covering everything would be the real killer. I think that snow is probably gone oh. from the beach. I, I don't think that's bad. And it def- the lake hasn't frozen yet. Mm-hmm. But the wind off the lake uh, is brutal. Okay. I mean, I'll try if, if we don't get all that snow we're supposed to get this weekend. Yeah. But I may last about 10 or 15 minutes, depending on how bad it is. Yeah. So that's how I've been. Yeah. You? I've, I've been good. Um, winter in Wisconsin is complicated. Um, <laughs> we, um, having to get the barn ready we have a, a couple of, of barns like a little a little one and then one that's a little bit bigger um the actual big barn the huge barn that was on the property was torn down long ago but we have this little barn of course we have our our little miniature goats and so there there was this process of kind of getting the barn ready and um there's a learning curve <laughs> there's definitely a learning curve um so I, I, I know where to get hay and lots of hay now. I know that there are different kinds of hay. And I know that hay and straw, different things. I guess I knew that, but I, I sort of see them in my head interchangeably. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Huh. Nope. Um, is one eating and one sleeping? Yeah. Straw is, is just, um, yeah, straw is sleeping. Mm-hmm. Hay, hay is eating. Is eating. And you can have different kinds of hay, like alfalfa hay or grass hay. Um, and alfalfa hay gives goats diarrhea. <laughs> I did not learn that the hard way. That was that was courtesy of this this great coworker I have. Um, but yeah, so um, I also know that exactly ten bales of hay fit in the bed of a 2005 GMC Sierra. I know that now. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's been a learning curve, but, uh, yeah, the, the goats are all snuggly in the barn and, um, yeah, that's that. So that's, that's been the big project at least this week. So. Yeah. And Christmas, Christmas approaches. Oh yeah. Which, yeah. Really excited for Christmas this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm slowly getting out decorations and my, my apartment looks like something exploded in it because I did that and some shopping. So. You know, long ago we did a, a Christmas episode or two. We did Christmas in July. Yeah. A very long time ago. Yeah, July of 1984. <laughs> yeah. Um, not quite, but yeah. close. So, um, so yeah, it might not be a bad idea to revisit that sometime soon. Yeah. 
Um, Maybe next July. We like Christmas, <laughs> we like Christmas at an odd time. Of year. There, there you go. Um, so uh, furniture. Yeah. Oh, we didn't we didn't do our finds. Oh yeah, yeah. Find of the month. Find of the month. You go. Oh, okay. I, I have two. That's fine. Um, the first is that um, at the thrift store that I frequent, because again, that's my habit now. It's the same thrift store over and over and over again. At some point, somebody unloaded a collection of this beautiful vintage sheet music, like 20s, oh, 30s. Yeah. Um, so I ended up getting, and they were like 80 cents each. Um, you know, I, I need sheet music like a fish needs a bicycle. I don't play anything. I don't, but they're just beautiful. Yeah, the artwork. Yeah, it's really lovely. And I'm, I'm thinking at very least they would be frameable. But I'm looking through this old stuff, and this is the first time this has happened in maybe 12 years. I found a 1933 Chicago World's Fair um, sheet music. It's a, a Sousa March, so time to dust off the tuba. <laughs> um, I, I actually went on uh, YouTube. I, I was able to find it on YouTube, and they have... Somebody actually playing this march, it is um, very patriotic sounding. <laughs> I feel like all Sousa marches mm-hmm. kind of sound yeah. the same. Sorry mm-hmm. if there's any aficionados <laughs> yeah, out there don't, listening. But don't, don't offend the Sousa fans. I was I was in a marching band uh-huh. when I was younger, and they yeah. all sounded exactly and, the same. Sousa was Sousa. Yeah. But um, the, the cover of it has, uh, um, you know, I, I love anything having to do with mm-hmm. the 1933 Chicago World's Fair Century of Progress. And um, they have that, um, I think they called it the Federal Building. No, it wasn't the Federal Building. It was the... I know which building. Yeah, it's the main building. Yeah. I think it's in the Federal Building. Is it called the Federal Building? I think maybe. Okay. But it it has a uh, photo of that on the front, and it has that beautiful, you know, 1933 font. It's just gorgeous. So that, that was one. The second one is that one day I just walked in... Um, and they had all their Christmas stuff out. They had a light up nativity and every single piece was a dollar and I didn't buy it. And I am racked with regret. When he told me that, I think I made a horrible face because uh-huh. who would pass that by? I don't know why. I, I was just like, mm, a light up nativity. I don't think I really need that. <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, but um, they did have a, a huge cardboard box, like a huge cardboard box, like maybe for a refrigerator, but, you know, cut in half. And it was just filled with Christmas tree stands. And um, there was a sign slapped on the front that it said small, $2, medium, $4, large, $6. Like pumpkins. Yes. <laughs> but no indication of which was which, like, or, or what they were looking for, or how to size it. So anyway, I... Um, I, you know, I needed a Christmas tree stand, weirdly. So I'm digging around in there, and all of a sudden I see this. I, I don't know if it's, it's. I think it's pretty new, but it's wrought iron. It, it weighs a ton, <laughs> and it, it's in this sort of snowflake pattern, and it's white. Um, and it's so pretty, and it's, it's perfectly sized for a Christmas tree. It's really sturdy. And... Um, you know, I go I go to the counter and, and she says, you know, how, how much is this supposed to be? And I'm like, well, if it's large, it's six bucks. And I'm pretty comfortable calling this a large. So, <laughs> so it was six bucks. Not bad. Yeah. So that was my other find of the week. And you sent me a picture. It's really pretty. Maybe you could post a picture of it. Yes. I'm terrible. <laughs> I posting know. Pictures. I know. I still have all these classic rock albums that are waiting to get photographed. And I, I swear, it's not like I'm a picture hog. <laughs> 
I just I just remember to post them and Eric doesn't. So. I should just do it from my phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we could just do that after we get done. You probably don't have pictures on your phone. You know, I you haven't. You have the tree stand. You sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah. My guess is that the tree stand's in there somewhere. Yeah. So I can just upload it from here. Yeah. I just wrote down about four things there. Is your, mm. I think I lost mm. track of which ones were actually your finds uh-huh. of the month. But they're all good. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just leaving them there. I'm working with it. Yeah. Um, my find of the month, I went thrifting last Saturday and posted a picture because I was so excited. I went to three stores, one total dud, the other two, I could not stop putting stuff in my cart. Wow. Um, everything was good. And I think I was at one particular thrift store, the village thrift store. I think you're talking about the three story one. Yeah. But, but the, I only went to villages. Okay. Got it. I think maybe uniques were having a big sale Mm -hmm. because the villages were empty. I love that. Me too. I absolutely love it because their prices are great. They don't really need to be half off. Right. To be good prices. So, um, I bought a bunch of stuff. I took some pictures. The thing I'm going with as my find of the month, I bought a glass, just a regular small drinking glass from the thirties. And I based the age on a decal that's on it. And it's, um, I'll show you the picture. It's a woman. It's she's in silhouette and she's sort of reaching. She's got bubbles behind her. Mm-hmm. It's a really thirties kind of look. And I liked it, but it looked weirdly familiar to me. Um, it was 30 cents, bought oh. it, took it home in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a white, um, sort of like a medicine cabinet with a glass front with a decal of a woman <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, it's from the same family. It's not exactly the same pose. Oh. Like a set of decals. Yeah. So I took a picture of them next to each other. Oh, perfect. But it was just really funny that I, I found that. The the white medicine cabinet was not a thrift store purchase. Yeah. That was an antique store purchase a bunch of years ago. But um, yeah, so that was my kind of weird. Nice. My weird full circle find of the month. Kind of makes you wonder what the other decals are. I know, I know. Though that flag I just showed you was pretty cool too. Yeah. Oh, you wanna? Yeah, I found I found a flag. The same store, really nice, good fabric, beautifully sewn, and we just counted it, and it has forty eight stars. So that's why we were joking about Alaska, about Alaska, because we just looked up when when Alaska and Hawaii became states. So we're not sure if it's just and, and just to put you out of your misery, nineteen fifty nine for both of them. Yes. Yes. So if you if you ask Siri, she will tell you the exact day of the week that they became states. So um, so we know that it predates 1959. Well, it could have been made after that, just yeah. commemoratively. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, but it's very very nice, and I I don't know that I ever planned in my life to buy a flag, mm-hmm. but it's generously sized, and it was very inexpensive. So now I have one. Yeah. So that's the fun of thrifting, right? You find stuff all the time that <laughs> you, you, you didn't did, know you needed. Didn't know you needed it. So, yeah. Those were my finds. Ooh, good ones. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, so, furniture. Yes. Furniture has been on my mind a lot lately because I need furniture. Um, I'm going to cheat a little bit and talk about um, uh, something that I actually got at a barn sale as opposed to a thrift store. So, it is... Um, a, a, kind of a set of cabinets, really old, really clunky looking, um, chipping kind of um, creamy white paint on it. And underneath this beautiful 
um, kind of um, green color, like a, a mint kind of green. Um, so got it home and um, had some really um, old, not in great shape pieces of furniture that had beautiful lines, but didn't quite know what to do with them. And so what, what ended up happening, this is a set of uh, coffee table and two end tables. And I'll, I'll post pictures of these, but ended up... He promises. I promise this time. Um, they, uh, they have beautiful lines to them, but, um, you know, wanted to kind of coordinate all of it. And I, I've, I've never been handy um, with furniture or anything like this, but um, got, um, in, in addition to the original cabinet, you know, painted the inside... To, got paint chips to match the green color. So the inside is now that green color. It's in beautiful shape. It's a, it's a great piece. The TV's sitting on it. It looks... Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw pictures. Yeah, it's just... Really nice. Yeah, su- surprisingly good. I just... Yeah, I, I love it. So the coffee table, um, I went to Walmart, like you do when you live in rural <laughs> Wisconsin, and I just started picking out just tons of paint chips that I thought were in the family. I knew it was white, but it was yellowish. So I just picked everything in that family. And then I went home and I did it at night under, you know, light, uh-huh. lamplight, and then um, in daylight as well. So just started matching the paint chips. I found the closest one and then um, ended up sanding down, you know, roughing up the, the surfaces on um, the coffee table and end tables. They are... Um, Turns out there's beautiful wood on the top underneath. It's you know heavily varnished, uh-huh. all this other stuff. So sanded that down so it has a wood top, but found that that yellowish white to match. Um, so uh, painted it. It just looks really uh, fantastic. I'm really proud of it, and I'm surprised how easy it was. So that's part of the reason why I, I kind of wanted to talk about this. That. I, I would easily do this again. You know what I mean? I, it was just, it was so much easier than I would have guessed. And the product was so, uh, t- it turned out so well. What were you thinking or what were you expecting was going to be harder than it was? This is going to sound weird, but it never occurred to me that I could just grab a bunch of paint chips and match something else I had uh-huh. and then make another furniture piece of furniture match it. Uh-huh. I know that seems completely obvious and really rudimentary, but... Um, that I that that I could actually make make something match that that really didn't and and have it kind of tied together really well, and that it would have that that great kind of kind of vintage look that I like and, and why I love thrifting so much. It really it it ended up having really kind of like an an Art Deco kind of vase look to it by the mm-hmm. by the time I was done with it. Um, and uh, around one of the edges. Um, around the edge of the top, painted it the green. Uh-huh. That, you know, because leftover paint. So painted the green to match, to, to really kind of tie it all together. I, I'm so pleased with it. So pleased. And, it, and again, I, I'm, I have no idea what, why I didn't do it sooner. Um, and I, I would just encourage anybody, anybody out there to do it. it it's so, it, it's fun. And um, like I said, the, the product was great. Um, this may be a very different conversation if it turned out to be a mess. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, why you should never give furniture a second <laughs> right. life. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've had mostly good experiences when I've purchased furniture and I've attempted mm-hmm. um, little projects. I, I have a bookcase that I bought small. I took a before picture of it. It's still um, kind of mid-after. I started painting it and then I needed to get it out of my living room because that's where I do all this stuff because I'm in an apartment. So I put it in the basement for a while. So I don't know when that'll get finished. But that's really just getting painted. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm I'm painting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not exactly furniture, but it's like a big, I'm putting my arms out as if you could see. It's like a big desk organizer and it's wooden. It had this awful apple stencil kind of design on it that screamed uh-huh. mid to late 80s. Oh, yeah. So that had to go. Go- white goose, blue bow. Uh, the colors were not that. They, okay. they were more in the reddish family because of the apples. Got it. But it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's getting that's getting chalk painted. I'm making my own chalk paint, though, with Plaster of Paris. I saw that on Pinterest or somewhere, and it looked great. But like so many things on Pinterest, I got afraid. Well, this is paint, plaster of Paris, and water. I figured I could mix those in the right quantities. And did it turn out? I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. I'm I'm painting just a, a sort of base layer on it, and then I'm going to put that on top of it. The I I think the big bonus of making your own chalk paint. Actually, if you mm-hmm. you could talk a little bit, I'm I'm new to the world of chalk paint, and I just bought chalk paint, which was surprisingly spendy. It was for a little can of it. It was yeah. like 17 bucks. And I was like, what What am I doing? Oh, that really is expensive. Yeah. And I, and I yeah, I don't do that. I don't spend that kind of money. On yeah. Time. I was at half price books and I, I was flipping through a book that I wasn't going to buy because I <laughs> thought it was too expensive. And I saw this recipe for chalk paint. And I was like, oh, I should write this down. And then I thought, oh, wait, I have a camera phone like every other person does. <laughs> so I took a picture of the three step directions and I bought the stuff. Um, chalk paint is just paint that has a little bit of a texture to it and mm-hmm. has a softer sort of look. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not chalkboard paint, mm-hmm. which confuses people. You can't write on it like you can with uh, chalkboard paint. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be paint. Like with chalkboard paint, you have to mm-hmm. paint a certain direction usually and, mm-hmm. yeah. um, to get it a really good surface for writing on. Mm-hmm. This just gives you a nice, soft... Um, Look, you can sand part, you know, if you want to try to give it a worn look, like mm-hmm. to fit into a, a more, you know, vintage mm-hmm. or you have kind of a chipped look to all your furniture and you want to make it fit in. Mm-hmm. And this piece of desk equipment is not great. So I figured if my paint's awful, it really doesn't matter. I think it was $2, yeah. the thing that I bought. Um, and if it looks good, it'll look great on my desk at work. I- I'm liking chalk paint because it's, it's, you know, matte beyond matte. It's forgiving. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's really, really matte. And um, the the thing I would like about making my own is that I got, it was, uh, the chalk paint I bought was Rust-Oleum, mm-hmm. which I think is weird because I was just thinking of, you know, spray paint. and Oh, they make regular paint. Yeah. Uh, well, and I always. And you know that now. I know that now. Um, but they had um, four colors to choose from. And they only had two. It, I got it at Home Depot. They only had two to choose from. Mm-hmm. One was a bright, bright white, 
there's a light gray, a dark gray, and sort of this dusty pink. And th- those are your four colors to choose from. That's an especially limited palette. Yeah. If you were at a craft store, there would have been more to choose from. But you don't get really vivid colors in chalk paint. It'd be interesting to try. Yeah. If you know the make it at home, if you wanted to try, right? But I, I like think, an indigo. Yeah, but I think the plaster of Paris mm-hmm. will will deaden that. You're right. Right. I mean, it'll. So that's that's part of it. You're it'll not going to be able to. Right. It'll unsaturate your color. Yeah, basically. you're not going to have a super vibrant orange or indigo yeah. if you wanted to to use this paint. But you also don't have to deal with like a high gloss where every brush stroke. Mm-hmm shows up and if you're kind of klutzy like me and you just don't paint all that well yeah um you get a, a more professional look if you use something like this well the the other thing i want to point out with that with a project that i had and i i was just using a uh flat latex paint and and did you know quite a few coats on it um but it, it's not perfect yeah you know i have little smudges here and there um i, st- I still love it and, and it's it helps to not be perfectionistic, and you know that even kind of makes it kind of match the cabinet all the more. You know, even, even yeah. though it even though it's clunky and amateurish, I, you know, I, I I'm still really pleased with it. So, so yeah, I, I'm amazed when people have these extreme like it looks like you just bought it. Yeah, you know, like it was factory made or something. That amazes me. I was thinking when we started talking about this topic mm-hmm. that one challenge is finding the furniture. Yeah. Like finding a good solid piece of furniture and that fits your aesthetic. Yes. I mean that you like. I noticed when I was out last weekend, the three-story village mm-hmm. has I mean it just has a ton of space which helps. The third floor is mostly furniture. They have And they have a freight elevator. Yes, they have a freight elevator to get your stuff down. Uh-huh. They had such reasonable prices on their furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, the large TV cabinet is a thing of the past for most, yeah. in most parts. But if you have a lot of space yeah, and you need places to store things, they had these large TV cabinets for 18 bucks. Not bad. Not in terrible shape. You know, one had a glass door. It wasn't so deep mm-hmm. that it was wasted space. It yeah. was new enough that it was somewhat built for a, a thinner TV. Yeah. But I just, that kind of amazed me. I mean, AT, you can't get a pressed, a press board bookshelf nope. at, at Kmart for $18, I don't think. Right. Or Walmart. Right. Um. So they really, I mean, they also had some older pieces that were not TV cabinets, obviously, mm-hmm. but dressers and things. Um, but some of it is is knowing which thrift stores have a lot of furniture or turn over a lot of furniture quickly. And price their furniture reasonably. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. Because you're going to put time mm-hmm. and money yeah. into this. Yeah. And it, it depends how much your time is worth and your supplies. A little jar of paint. For 16 bucks. Yeah, you're Still throwing that in the mix. But... Yeah, the the other thing too with thrift stores, and and again, this is the beauty of thrift stores. It's that you know you'll find tons of of kind of castaway IKEA furniture that's in you know not great shape, and you'll see that. But then you know you'll have those giant, super sturdy dining room tables. Yeah, and you know it, it becomes pretty clear why somebody got rid of it because you know that there's all kinds of damage and um, you know the the it's scratched up and maybe it's been sitting in somebody's garage or 
you know, whatever the case is, but you know, if, if you're willing to kind of put the, um, the elbow grease, so to speak into it, then, then yeah, I mean, you, you could end up with something really beautiful and something really of a quality that you couldn't get if you just went to a furniture store. Yeah. Well, and I think especially when you see it next to somebody's discarded Ikea table, Yes, which, which maybe looks better, Uh even a little dinged up because Uh it was built to look better, Uh but just is wobbly or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not really going to last. Yeah. But yeah, there there was, again, this thrift store. I had to sort some stuff out because I got way too carried away. Uh Um, Despite everything I bought, I got more carried away. Um, and I was sorting it on this enormous 80s, like 80s house in Florida table. I can't describe it beyond that. It was sort of I'm light colored. I'm Blanche, Dorothy, and Rose just sort of having cheesecake around it while Sophia sits at the island behind them. Meets Crockett and Tubbs. Oh, wow. On an episode okay. of Miami Vice. It, it had a little bit of flair to it. Got it. It was huge and it was awful. There were no matching chairs. Uh-huh. So somebody would have been really challenged to find chairs that fit in the aesthetic. But if you were going for a weird uh-huh. 80s look. And willing to commit. Mm-hmm, yeah. Some nagel prints and you were <laughs> on your way. This table was huge too. It was yeah. going to be a bear to get that thing down, yeah. down the elevator. That's the other hard thing about buying furniture that the, you know, you're responsible for loading it up. There's no delivery at thrift stores. Um, This is very little help even getting it out of the store. So if you have friends with like great attitudes and very sturdy backs, (laughs) that helps quite a bit. And maybe a friend with a truck. Yeah. I'm trying Um, to think, did, did we ever come home with big pieces of furniture? There have I'm sorry, I'm speaking so haltingly. I'm looking at Eric like his face is going to tell me the answer to this question. Um, there was... The chair. Well, what, once we were at the Salvation <laughs> Army on 63rd, and they had these old wooden lockers. Yes. And I still think those about those. Those were so cool. They were so cool what were and amazing and, and huge. Um, and that, that Salvation Army in particular is really good for having really good furniture at good prices. Um, yeah, the, the other thing about furniture too, e- even if something's not your aesthetic and, and um, like you, you can really turn it into, to whatever you would want it to be. And, and you can kind of make it match. Um, that's not true of all furniture. <laughs> um, certainly. Um, but um, you know, that, that's also, I'm always amazed when I I see people and, you know, I, I, I was born in 1970. So whenever I see anything that's sort of that kind of neo tacky, neo Mediterranean, heavy, really clunky, I, you know, just in the era I grew up, you know, not my style. I think it's really novel for people who are younger. So when you go on Pinterest, people are like, wow, look at this amazing dresser I got. And, and it's hurting my eyes. Um, which, you know, ma- matter of taste. But but even even when they say, oh, oh, I found this and here's what I turned it into, it always looks really lovely. And, I, and I'm thinking, oh, I, it would never have occurred to me that that, that techie neo-Mediterranean dresser with caning on the drawers would, um, could become what it, it became. Yeah, and that is, I'm, I'm not 
on Pinterest, but mm-hmm. you can just Google ideas and uh-huh. you don't even have to be on Pinterest to yeah. get tons of craft ideas or, yeah. or design ideas. And that is a, it's a good time to live because if you don't feel particularly creative mm-hmm. um, and you want to do something beyond just sanding yeah. and painting, you can just get, you're right, all kinds of ideas. People do a lot of interesting, like, striping yeah. on furniture, which is not exactly my thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people will do all sorts of, like, diamond and pattern yeah. designs. And, obviously, they're a little more patient than I am. And they're better with a ruler to make all that stuff really even. Mm-hmm. But if that's your thing, it's a lot cheaper than getting somebody mm-hmm. else to do it for you. Right. Um, you and get the colors you want, and you did it. Yeah, and and it's completely unique. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, yeah, you did it. It's completely unique, and it, and it ends up being um, fantastic. You know, the the one thing as as we're running out of time, the one thing that that you know we're we're not really talking about is the logistics of how you do this, depending on the kind of furniture you have. Like you know, what what to sand down and how much to sand it down, and in order to get paint to stick to it. So, um, so yeah, I, I would actually recommend, I, I love Pinterest for that kind of stuff. So if you just do go to the search field in Pinterest and say paint furniture, you know, all these different links come up and you can kind of compare and contrast what, what different people say about, um, about how to do it. You'll, you'll have the people who just give you the very basic stuff, which I followed because lazy. And then, um, you know, you'll have the people who are like, well, I found this incredible gel-based paint in Indonesia uh, (laughs) on my travel. You know, you'll, you'll see those people too, but it's, it's fun to kind of compare the the processes that different people go through and you can decide what, what you want to do to, to really make it yours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering if we shouldn't put together a thrifty cast Pinterest page. Okay. Okay. Um, Will you post pictures on our Facebook page first? <laughs> yes, I'm willing to commit to before, that before you decide to take on new social media. It's kind of like make sure the hamster lives, and then you can get a puppy. Exactly. <laughs> Let's, we're not, we're not ready to move up to a puppy. Yet. All right, Thrifty Cast cannot have a puppy. Right. Yeah. Once once we can um, keep, stick to a monthly schedule. <laughs> yeah. Once, once yeah, and, and keep the hamster alive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, thank you so much for listening. Um, let us know about your own um, furniture experiments or your own furniture projects. Um, I love to see pictures. I love when people post pictures. Yeah, me too. And it's it's been great hearing people's comments on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That always makes us laugh. We will we'll figure out a picture at some point <laughs> to the person who is curious. Right now, we're oh, sitting in our us. yeah. Oh yeah, a picture. Yeah, pictures. You crazy. Um, Right now we're sitting in our pajamas, so now would not be the best time to take a picture. But we'll we'll figure something out. Maybe an action shot at a thrift store. Right. With really flattering lighting. Always. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. And we hope to hear from you. And um, have a good one. Have a, have a great holiday season yeah. if we're not back before then. <laughs> <laughs>